0: Hello, and welcome to Paradigm Blog. How can we live by our values? And furthermore, how can we contribute something to the world around us, and make it better? Those
1: are my two main topic and interests in life. A concept of power. There are more
0: forms of power. In management, It is categorized into two main groups. These are positional or legitimate power and personal power. In the first group, there are a power to reward and a power to punish. In the second, a power that stems from personal characteristics, like attitude towards people, and an export power, power that comes from high-level knowledge you possess. A power is essentially an ability to influence people. But there are rules, and there is a negative notion of abuse of power. If you are a superior in a working sense, you can, by rules of a given company, instruct a subordinate with a task to be done, yet you cannot demand things that are not connected to work itself. Furthermore, with the use of power of whatever form, there is a response that follows. A use of positional power drives abidance and creates followers that will comply by rules well. A use of personal power drives connection and trust, even authenticity and openness in case when it stems from personal characteristics so-called referential power and enhances the value of knowledge and value of innovation, quality and so on, when it is about the expert part of personal power. Write an article about forms of power and responses to a use of power. Mention a negative notion of power abuse. Power can corrupt, and it happens when people abuse their power. Because there is a difference between using and abusing power. And furthermore, there is a saying,
1: power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Navigating the dynamics
2: of power in leadership, use and abuse. In the complex world of management and leadership, the concept of power plays a crucial role. Power, fundamentally, is the ability to influence others. It's essential for leaders to understand the different forms of power and the impact each has on organisational dynamics and employee behaviour. Broadly categorised, power in management can be divided into two main groups, positional or legitimate power and personal power. Positional power, reward and coercion. Positional power stems from the formal authority a leader holds within an organization. It includes the power to reward, such as promotions or raises, and the power to punish, like demotions or disciplinary actions. This form of power is rooted in the organizational hierarchy and the formal rights granted to a position.
1: Leaders who rely
2: primarily on positional power tend to drive compliance. Employees follow directives more out of obligation or fear of negative consequences than from genuine commitment. This approach can ensure tasks are completed and standards are met, but may not foster a positive or innovative workplace culture. Personal power influence through character and expertise. Personal power, on the other hand, derives from the individual attributes of the leader. This includes referent power, which emerges from a leader's personal traits like charisma, integrity, and approachability, and expert power, which is based on the leader's knowledge and skills. Leaders who wield personal power effectively often cultivate trust, authenticity, and openness, especially when their power stems from personal characteristics. When based on expertise, this form of power enhances the value of knowledge within the organization, encouraging innovation and quality.
1: Responses to Power, Compliance versus Commitment The response
2: to the use of power can vary significantly. Positional power, while effective in ensuring adherence to rules and procedures, may not evoke genuine commitment. It often leads to mere compliance, where employees do what is expected, but without much enthusiasm or creativity. In contrast, personal power tends to elicit a more positive response. It can create a deeper connection between leaders and team members, fostering an environment of trust and mutual respect. This, in turn, can lead to higher levels of engagement, creativity and loyalty. The pitfalls of power, the risk of abuse. Power However potent a tool for leadership, carries with it the risk of abuse. The adage, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely speaks to the dangers inherent in the misuse of power. Power abuse occurs when leaders use their position or personal influence for personal gain or to unfairly disadvantage others. This can manifest in various forms from favoritism and nepotism to harassment
1: and coercion.
2: Abusing power not only damages individual relationships, but can also erode the moral fabric of an organization. It leads to a toxic workplace environment, diminishes trust, and can result in high employee turnover, decreased morale, and reduced productivity. Conclusion In conclusion, understanding the different forms of power and their appropriate use is vital for effective leadership. Leaders need to be aware of the influence they wield and strive to use their power responsibly, balancing the need for organizational control with the goal of fostering a positive, innovative and collaborative work culture. The distinction between using and abusing power is critical Responsible use of power can build a strong, cohesive team, while its abuse can lead to corruption and organizational decay. Leaders who navigate these dynamics with wisdom and integrity can drive their organizations toward success while maintaining a healthy, respectful, and empowering environment for all employees.